Welcome to Afyam Yerushalmi. We're holding a Trumas Dafim Ches and the Oiz Vodor edition, Perek Shishi, in the middle of Aloha Aleph. We're starting at the top of the Omd. We learned in the previous Daf, in Mechlekes, of Rabbi Yechon and Mishlokish, regarding someone who inherited his grandfather, his maternal grandfather, who was a Kohen, and the grandson is a Yisrael, inherited Truma and he ate it. The Shaila is, how does he pay it back? Rabbi Yechon says he needs to give it to a Kohen. Rishlaki says, no, he just does a frasha, keeps it to himself, he's the owner. Says the Gemara, Rishlaki answered to Rabbi Yechon and says, I don't understand why you old has to go to the coin. I'll die to according to you, the Tema, that you say, Misham Lashevet, you have to pay to the Quranim. That Tarim, we learned, Gonav Trumas Hegdish Veochlo, Misham Shlechum Shin Mekern. A person went and ate trumo that belongs to Hegdish. Let's say there was a trumo of a coin, and the coin donated to Hegdish. So now it has both things. It's trumo and it's Hegdish. Someone went and ate this trumo's Hegdish. He has to pay two chumshim. Chumshimish is the, the fine you pay for eating trumo. And chumshimish is the fine you pay for eating something that belongs to Hegdish. So he pays twi- t- twice the chumshimish, the karen, but he pays only one principal. Who does he pay it to? To the Hegdish. But he didn't give it to the coin. And that's what the Gemara asks. The Shalim Lekoyin, that's the Gears of Rabchaim, you should pay to the Koyin. If you hold that doing a frosh is not good enough, you have to, it has to reach the hands of the Koyin. So from the truer perspective, you didn't pay, you never pay the Koyin, it goes to Hegdish. You didn't give that payment to the Koyin, and you're missing in the payment according to Riyab Rechanan. Answers the Gemara, Answers the Gemara, the Says you just do one payment for the care and for the principal, you don't pay twice. The one's gonna say in a moment what's the source on the Pasuk. But the Torah is really telling you you need to do a payment in order to have a kapar on eating trumo, you must pay. If it's only one payment to the Kayan, you pay to the Kayan. If you didn't pay to the Kayan, you didn't, you're not yaitse. That's what Birkin holds. Until it doesn't leave your possession, it came to the Kayan's hands, you're not yaitse. So you need to give it to a Kayan. If you're already paying somebody else, that's good enough. As long as a payment happened, that's what the kapara depends on. So Abzeir is telling Ravisi, Tartim Milin, there's two things, Amor Mishir Abiyachron. We say in the name Abiyachron that he said the Torah said, Phileis Atonam Rin Mehen. And he's not telling me where it is. He said, Abiyachron has two places where he's relying on a pasuk. We don't know what, the, what is the pasuk. The first place is our case. He says, once you pay, you pay, even though you pay to Hegdish, not to the Koyin. You're not telling me where is it for, what's the source. Malkidon, what really is the source? So what the Pesach says, That's what the Pesach says, you pay the Koyin the Koyinish. And how do you see it from the Pesach? So Rabchaim explains like this. When a, when a person pays, it says, you must give the coin. How do you know? Because it says, that's the Pasuk learns from, that you must give it to the coin. When that's happened, that's if a person owns it. So he gives it to the coin, and that's how he pays. But what happens if it belongs to the coin? If the coin is the owner? By paying the coin, you fulfill your obligation. You fill the obligation of Trumo. What about the obligation of Gezel? You have to pay the coin too. He's saying by giving to the coin one payment, you fulfill both obligations. So you see over here that even though when a person is the owner of the, of the trumo, he needs to pay a coin, when a person is not the owner of the trumo, he has to pay the coin only once. So you see by giving the coin one payment, you cover all issues that you have here. The gezel issue, 
the truma issue, everything is covered with one payment. Similarly, when you pay for hegdish, which is truma, you're going to pay one payment and that will cover everything. Now, what's the other case that we mentioned in the name of Rabbi and something you need a pasuk? You say, According the Paraduma, where you shech the Paraduma, that's where you burn it, which is outside of the Machane. Says the one that from Chesam with Beis, the Leis Asura Amri Minon, you didn't tell me where is the Pasuk for it. Ma'okedon, what's the Pasuk? It says, Al Pirsha Yisroif. That's the words of the Pasuk. How do you learn? How do you see what that's referring to over here? Ma'at Shamad Minon, how do you learn from here? Not the dirt of the behemoth, but where she left, where the life left her. Meaning, when she died, the place of the place where you shech the paraduma, that's where you burn the paraduma. So that is the end of the discussion that we had. The Rishlokish asked a question to Rabbi and answered to Rabbi Going back, so we have here Machlokis, Rishlokish Rabbi when a person owns his trumo and he ate the trumo, does he have to pay it to a koyin or it's enough to do a frasha? We're going to say they have to pay it to the koyin. It's not enough to do a frasha. Shlokish says enough to do a frasha. Now in the previous daf we had a machlikis, Rebbe, and Rablozer Reb Shimon. Rebbe held that until a trumo doesn't reach the koyin, it doesn't have a din of trumo when you pay for trumo. And according to Rablozer Shimon, once he did the frasha, it already has a din of trumo. So the more seemingly Rabbi Yechadon Kirebi. Because the Yechonon says that you must give it to the Koyin, if not, you don't have Kapara. Meaning, until you don't reach the hands of the Koyin, you didn't really do the payment. Similar to what Rebbe said, that when you do, you pay for Achilles Truma, it needs to reach the hands of the Koyin in order to become Truma. And Rishlokish says, once you do a Frasha, you're fine. It's like Allah Shimon says, once you do a Frasha, it becomes Truma. So you want to tell me that Machlokis, Rebbe Rishlokish is a Machlokis Tanoi? Says the Gemara, my Aboyin Barachio, Rishlokish can agree with Rabbi. Meaning Rabbi that says that the Shlomi Choma don't until it reaches the hands of the Koyen. Rishlokish that said that a person who owns the Choma enough for him to do a Farsha, he can agree with Rabbi. So he needs to reach the hands of the Koyen. Meaning Rabbi said that when a person pays for the Choma that he ate, he needs to give it to the coin. So said Rebbe, whenever you give to the coin until it doesn't reach the hands of the coin, you didn't fulfill your obligation, and it doesn't become true until it reaches there. Says Rishlokish, but Rebbe will agree that if you don't have to give it to the coin, a fresh is enough. Says Rishlokish, in my case, it's a different case. My case is talking about somebody who owns the truma. He doesn't really have to pay the coin because he owns it. So how will he have kapara if he ate the truma? He'll do a fresh Rabbi will agree that if he doesn't have to reach the hands of the coin, a fresh is enough. But Rabbi just says if it does have to reach the hands of the coin, you not you don't fulfill your obligation. It doesn't become truma until it reaches the hands of the coin. Says the Gemara, the Imastisa. It's a Mishnah that says it. He fresh pidyon petachamor v'mis. A person went and he was not fresh petachamor. What's petachamor? When a chamor is born, a firstborn it has a gedusha, and in order to take away the gedusha, you have to bring take out a say a sheep. And do pidyon petachamor. You have to go and redeem it. Person went and took a sack, put out a sheep in order to do the pidyon. The mace, and then the sheep died. He's still responsible to give the coin a different sheep. 
like the money of Chamesh Shloim Shaben. What's Chamesh Shloim? When a baby boy is born, as a, as, and he's a b'chor, you need to be poidim, you have to give the coin five sloim. Until it didn't reach the hands of the coin, it has no din chamesh sloim. There's no din afrosh on the money. So by chamesh sloim shaben, it's clear, until it doesn't reach the hands of the coin, you didn't do anything. So also if you put aside a sheep, and you said, this I want to use for petach hamar, it's not considered to be a payment until it doesn't reach the hands of the coin. Vechachoyimah say, no, it is good enough. Ain chabim b'churus is now responsible to pay it. Elekipidion ma'isasheni. It's like exactly the redeem Maisa Shani. The Maisa Shani is you have fruits that are Maisa Shani, so you can either bring them to Yerushalayim or you can redeem them on money. If a person who redeemed the fruits on money, now the Gdusha of Maisa Shani goes to the money. If the money gets lost, he's not responsible any, anymore for it. So, in other words, the Machlekes here is how do you treat a Petah Hamor? So, the Petah Hamor, by doing an Afrosha, that's already good enough. That's considered to be coming to the Koyin. Like when you're doing Afrosha Maisa Shani. You did the pidyo and you're good enough. You, you, you fulfilled your obligation. Now you still have to take the money to your shalim. But the transfer already happened. Or you treat the petah chamar like the chamesh slayim, which means the till doesn't reach the hands of the koyin. You didn't fulfill your obligation. That's a machlekes. And a blazer holds, it needs to reach the hands of the koyin. Continues now, the Goran says, Moidir Ablazar, Ablazar does agree, does admit, Pepitri Chamor Yishinofluloi, Me Avi Imoi Koyen. If he has a Pedachamor that belonged to his maternal grandfather, was a Koyen, and he inherited it, and the case is that someone had a newborn Chamor, that had a Kedusha of Pedachamor, and he gave it to the Koyen, instead of giving him a sheep, he gave him the Chamor itself. So what does the Koyen have to do? He has to redeem the Chamor for the sheep. But now the Koyen was Nifter. And his grandson, who was a Yisrael, inherited him. What should he do? Once he puts aside the, the sheep to do the, the exchange for, between the donkey and the sheep, he doesn't have to give the sheep to the Koyen. Because he's the owner. He, he as a grandson of a Koyen, he's the owner. So what do you see over here? You see that Belezer holds that though when you pet the Chamor, the way to fulfill the obligation is to give it to the Koyin. But if you're the owner, you fulfill the obligation just by doing Hafrasha. Says Rishlakish, the same thing is the din regarding Trumo. Rebbe says that Trumo, a payment for Trumo, is not a good payment until it doesn't reach the hands of the Koyin. But that's only if you're not the owner. But if you're the owner, Hafrasha is good enough. The same concept we find by Ablazo, we could say by Rebbe, that's where Rishlakish comes and explains. So the Maskan of the Gemara is, the Abiyachin and Rishlakish are not arguing the Machlaikis of Rebbe and Ablazo of Shem in the previous daf, but both Abiyachin and Rishlakish agree with Rebbe. That by Truma, until it doesn't reach the hands of the Koyin, you didn't do the, the payment. Abiyachin will say this same concept applies also when a person is the owner of Truma, a grandson inherited his grandfather. He still needs to give a payment in order to fulfill his obligation. Rishlakish says, no, here it's different. In the first case, that the obligation is to give it to the Koyin until you don't reach the Koyin, you didn't fulfill the obligation. But when you're the owner and doesn't have to reach the coin, so just doing a frosha is good enough. Even Rebbe will agree in, the, in that case that doing a frosha does fulfill one's obligation. With this, we conclude you shall meet Shumas, Tafnun Ches.